We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? How are you living? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks over on Fan Nation, part of the Sports Illustrated Network. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Oregon Recruiting Hour. It is Friday, August 11th, 2023, and there is plenty for us to talk about on today's show. Uh, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're coming to you live at a couple of different spots. First, we are on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Taurus. We're on Twitter at M Taurus Sports. And then we're also coming to you on our Facebook page over on Ducks Digest. So glad to have you guys along. Um, Just kind of outlining today's episode, we have some big targets that we're going to be talking about for Oregon in the 2024 class to kick us off. And then we are also going to be incorporating a mailbag portion uh, of today's show. Asked you guys for some of those questions over on Twitter, and uh, you delivered, asking some questions of me. So uh, if you guys are here in the live chat on YouTube, go ahead and leave me a comment or ask me a question. Let me know how you're feeling about duck football, duck football recruiting. I'm here for all of it. Uh, But just to let you guys know, we are going to be Um, getting to the mailbag in the back half of the show. But if you want to make sure that your question is answered, you always have the option of uh, doing super chats. Um, Greatly appreciate those if you want to show a little bit of extra support to the channel as well. But uh, now that we've gotten that out of the way, what do you say? Let's talk some recruiting uh, because it is a big time for Oregon football recruiting right now. A couple of big targets uh, are you know working their way towards their decisions, uh, senior season starting. Some people just made their decisions, and we have some updates on, on some of those guys. So just excited to get into this one. We're going to start today's episode with one of the top targets still on the board for Oregon in the 2024 class. We're looking at St. Louis, Missouri, Christian Brothers wide receiver Jeremiah McClellan. Jeremiah McClellan, to get you up to speed, if you don't know about Jeremiah McClellan, like I said, he's a four-star wide receiver, rated .9486 on the 247 Sports Composite, ranked the number 100 player in the country, 
the number 18 wide receiver and the number four recruit in a loaded state of Missouri here in the 2024 cycle. Oregon has been no strangers to the state of Missouri, particularly in this cycle, landing a commitment from 2024 uh, Florissant uh, defensive lineman, Tony Gray, who flipped his commitment from the Tigers to the Ducks. Um, and then you also have Oregon going after Williams Winery. Uh, I'd never know if it's Nawanery or Winery, but Winery is becoming easier to say. But you have him over there at, at Lee's, Lee's Summit, which is a powerhouse school. Um, and yeah, so Oregon is is very very um, you know well versed in the state of Missouri. And we're talking about Jeremiah McClellan because he is one of the biggest names on Oregon's board at wide receiver, and he is going to be making his college commitment on Sunday. August 13th at 2 p.m. Central Time. Uh, so that comes out to noon, noon on the West Coast. Um, so we have to talk about kind of where things stand in this recruitment and what the latest is I'm hearing as he heads into his decision. Jeremiah McCullen has narrowed his decision to a top five of Oregon, Missouri, Ohio State, LSU and the Georgia Bulldogs. So right now, this one's kind of interesting because he was supposed to take a visit. He was scheduled to take a visit out to Eugene for Saturday Night Live uh, at the very end of July, coming out of the dead period. But that trip ultimately didn't end up happening. So Duck fans on the surface might look at that one and say, oh man, we're out of it. The Ducks are out of it and they don't have a chance. Uh, but I don't think that's necessarily the case. Uh, kind of the latest buzz that I'm hearing is that this recruitment is not over just yet. That said, I think you have to look at schools like Ohio State, Ryan, uh, Brian Hartline and the Buckeyes are the leader in the 247 Sports crystal ball at the moment. So they look like they have some serious momentum in this recruitment. And I think it's pretty easy to see why. Uh, you know, Hartline is one of the best developers of the wide receiver position, probably the best in college football right now. Uh, Ohio State has become an absolute destination for elite wide receiver talent. Uh, they have Jeremiah Smith, the number one wide receiver in the country right now, out of the state of Florida, committed. I saw him at the Elite 11, and that guy is a difference maker. Absolute dude at the wide receiver spot. So you have development coming from the Ohio State side. You also have location, obviously, in favor of the Buckeyes. Uh, but at the same time, Maybe you see the Big Ten move kind of creep into the discussion here. Um, we know how big distance is oftentimes uh, in recruitments for top players. Um, I'm not saying that that is something that Jeremiah has, has publicly spoken about as being a factor in his decision. But as it comes down to those final hours, when the family is sitting together, you know, they're around the table talking pros and cons, talking about where the, where someone's really going to take their, talents i think that it kind of becomes more uh more pressing or maybe starts to carry more weight is what i'm saying but fortunately for the ducks in jeremiah mcclellan's recruitment they're heading to the big 10 they're going to be in the big 10 by the time jeremiah mcclellan's playing his college ball so i would think that oregon can use that move to kind of you know sweeten their pitch a little bit hey we're going to be playing in the big 10 we're going to be coming back out your way out towards missouri and they're going to be able to to see your son play a little bit more um, so I think that Jeremiah McClellan, if I'm Oregon, that's certainly factoring into the pitch that you're making for him. 
Uh, and, and as you're trying to kind of make up some ground here uh, in, in the final days here before his commitment. So we already talked about Ohio State and uh, how things are, are maybe trending in favor of the Buckeyes right now. Um, but I'm saying that I'm hearing a little bit that, that Oregon still has uh, a chance in this one. I'm not making my prediction to Oregon right now. I'm not saying the Ducks lead. I'm just giving you my latest intel, and it sounds like this one isn't over. And even if Jeremiah McClellan doesn't commit to the Ducks on Sunday, I think that he is certainly a guy that I would think Oregon's going to stay involved in, continue recruiting him, and maybe try to get him back out to Eugene for a game. Because even though Oregon has 22 verbal commitments right now, none of those guys are locked in. It's not over until the pen meets the paper. And in some cases, it's not even over until you get to campus, as we've seen in the past year or so with a wild transfer portal cycle. Another interesting development on the Jeremiah McClellan front, if you guys uh, are on Twitter and you like to follow Oregon recruiting over there, a lot of Oregon players have been voicing their support for Jeremiah McClellan and making their pitch for him to come to Eugene with the hashtag JMAC to Eugene. Uh, I'm going to see if I can bring some of these up. We'll go ahead and, and take the highlights off here for just a second. But uh, let's go ahead and and see what things are looking like uh, with this movement uh, over social media as the Ducks try to drum up some buzz and really show that he is a priority and that he is wanted uh, in Eugene. So let me go ahead and share my screen here. I was retweeting a lot of these guys. Here you have Ryder Hayes, a, a 2024 quarterback that committed to Oregon. You have Adrian Wilson, Oregon's newest 2025 wide receiver commit. Uh, let's see who else we have here. You have Luke Moga, Oregon's 2024 commit. Tyler Turner. Um, you have Tioni Gray. Austin Novus add Jurion Dickey, who's a current wide receiver at Oregon. Fox Crater, a 2024 offensive lineman committed to Oregon. Aaron Flowers, a 24 safety committed to Oregon out of the state of Texas. So Oregon is going full steam ahead to try and get themselves into this sweepstakes and ultimately try to win this recruitment for Jeremiah McClellan. And I'm going to tell you why I think it's so important for Oregon to get Jeremiah McClellan. I think when I look at this wide receiver hall, you have some great pieces in place, right? You have Jordan Anderson, you have Dylan Gresham, and you have Jack Ressler. The thing that I've kind of learned a little bit more in recent days and in recent weeks when looking at this wide receiver hall for Oregon is that Jordan Anderson and, and Dylan Gresham are really similar when you're looking at what kind of a player those guys are and the skill sets that they bring to Oregon. Both of them are incredibly explosive, great hands, super productive, but I think you're still looking for that big body wide receiver, that guy who can you know really be physical at the point of attack. And I think that I think that Jeremiah McClellan is one of the more physical guys that Oregon is recruiting. Listed at six foot, 190 pounds. And um, I think he was just a difference maker when I was watching him at the OT7 championships uh, earlier this summer for California Power. I think he's just a, a little bit of a different skill set, different kind of guy uh, than Oregon has in the fold right now at the wide receiver position. So you want to make him a priority so you can not only have really quality players in your class, but you don't want too many guys that kind of do the same thing. And I think that Jeremiah McCullen can be a little bit more of a possession wide receiver, but also a guy who can do a little bit of everything 
um, take the top off the defense, you know, be that red zone guy that can go up and get it, uh, that can muscle away uh, defenders. I think that that's certainly something that Junior Adams would love to to add into this class. So Jeremiah McClellan is is really the the name at wide receiver that Oregon is still looking hard at right now in the 24 class. And and I'm telling you, if he doesn't end up a duck on Sunday, I don't think all hope is lost as I think that Oregon is, I'm pretty confident that Oregon's going to stay involved there in the, in the event that they don't get him because that's kind of what they're doing. I think with some of their other wide receiver targets who are committed elsewhere. So we can go ahead and, and kind of tab table that one for later uh, in the mailbag question, because I did have a mailbag question talking about potential flip candidates for Oregon here in the 2024 recruiting class. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. With Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketplace platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. It's okay if you don't know much about marketing. Constant Contact's writing assistant tools and automation features help you craft messaging and say the right things at the right time. I use this to help write and send my email newsletters, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, let's see. I did have one more guy I wanted to talk about um, here. Um, Let me go ahead and get his highlights up. We're going to be talking about 2025 um, 2025 Pflugerville, Texas, Weiss High School wide receiver, Adrian Wilson. Adrian Wilson recently committed to Oregon. He was out in Eugene for the Saturday Night Live recruiting camp, and this was a really big recruiting win for Oregon. Uh, I didn't really get to talk about him on the podcast when he made his initial commitment to Oregon, but uh, I did just recently write a full write-up from my interview with Adrian Wilson Uh, So go over to ducksdigest.com and give that one a read if you haven't. It's a free read, and I think it provides some excellent insight into Wilson's recruitment. So one of the things that's interesting about Wilson, I think you have to just look at the tape while while we have him up right now. I mean, he's got tremendous ball skills and is really a receiver that excels at creating some separation from the defense and just kind of finding those pockets where he can fit in just right and and make his – 
make an impact. He's six foot two, 173 pounds, and this is a guy that can jump out of the gym. I mean, look at his look at this play right here uh, on just a nice little 30 yard pass, able to get his uh, defender beat on the outside, and just has a great does a great job of reeling that one in. So Adrian Wilson is just about as explosive. The one hand grab there. Uh, he's explosive. He's twitchy. He's got great hands. And he's also uh, a guy who competes uh, as a varsity in, at the varsity level in track and field in the high jump. So Adrian Wilson is, is much more than just a football player, just a wide receiver, taking a hit there in traffic as he comes down and catches the ball, watching the tape here uh, on huddle. Um, but he just seems like a wide receiver that has a bunch of juice in his game. And he's someone that is, is going to be super exciting to watch. Um, but all that said, he did commit to Oregon. Uh, I reached out to, to one of my connections out there in the state of Texas to kind of get some of their thoughts. And, and I was told that he thinks there's going to be some more wrinkles, twists and turns in that recruitment. Um, so not to say that he doesn't think that Wilson's going to stay committed here, um, but you know, there's still so much time left in this recruitment. So you can't celebrate 2025 commits too, too much. Uh, I will say, though, I think this is a drastically different recruitment than that of Achilles Smith Jr., given that his dad went to Oregon. He seems like a guy who's really locked in, even though he still has two years of high school football left. But Adrian Wilson is a commit I'm super excited about for Oregon. Um, really hot start in the 25 recruiting class, getting Achilles Smith Jr., who I just mentioned, at quarterback. And then you also pair Adrian Wilson with Dallas Wilson out of the Tampa, Florida area. Both of those guys are top 100 caliber uh, recruits in the 2025 uh, recruiting class um, for Oregon. So they're off to a really hot start, and I think that that's exactly where you want to be. Um, Dallas Wilson's 6'3", 180, and then Adrian Wilson is 6'2", 173. So this is these are two guys that, that are super, super talented, but uh, – I wanted to give a little bit more insight into Adrian Wilson and, and kind of what I learned from my interview with him. It was a bit of an interesting commitment for Oregon with Adrian Wilson, seeing that he committed to the TCU Horn Frogs just about a month earlier on June 25th. But when I asked him kind of what helped Oregon ultimately win out in that recruitment, it really came down to connections. And this is where I got to got to tell you guys about one of the most valuable pieces of Oregon's staff here in 2023 under Dan Lanning. You remember Antonio Parks? He came over from Arizona State uh, following the 2022 season. Also previously worked with Will Stein at UTSA. Antonio Parks played a crucial role in this recruitment. As Wilson told me, that was one of the strongest connections, one of the strongest relationships that he had on this Oregon staff. So he talked about how uh, Parks texted him after that commitment to TCU saying, hey, we got to get that flipped like right now. So he did a really good job of identifying him as a priority target. Parks also works with the wide receivers at Oregon uh, as an offensive analyst. So he's been a big part of Oregon's recruiting success in the state of Texas, and he gets a huge commitment to start things off in the 25 class in Adrian Wilson. Wilson also talked about how there was some familiarity with Austin, with uh, Will Stein, who had uh, been coaching at the high school level in Austin and then had also coached, of course, 
at UTSA. And then Dan Lanning, obviously you have to have that head man involved. He does a great job of being personally involved in a lot of these recruitments. And I think that also speaks to, to Lanning's uh, ability as a recruiter to, to be able to juggle everything that's going on, the SNL camp, um, you know, the upcoming 23 season, him being involved in that recruitment was also something that really helped. What was interesting in, in this recruitment that I also learned is that Adrian Wilson didn't have too much of a prior relationship with Junior Adams. Uh, got out for that visit on campus and, and they really kind of just hit it off. Junior Adams was with him like the entire time touring the facilities. He gave him his uh, campus tour and he also stayed with him through the photo shoot. So this was just a really good job about by Oregon, just of fully going after a guy with multiple members of the coaching staff and uh, ultimately sealing the deal with that visit for Saturday Night Live. Um, Wilson talked about how this was something that had been in the works for a while, but once he got on campus in Eugene, met the coaches in person, saw the facilities, saw the campus, that was kind of all she wrote. And that's why he ultimately flipped his commitment from TCU to Oregon. Interesting timing, right? It was just a month after he committed to TCU. Like we talked about with Achilles Smith, Dallas Wilson, still a long way to go in their high school careers. But he said that, you know, if you know you don't want to be at the school that you're committed, why, why stay committed? Uh, and that was TCU, obviously. So a uh, pretty blunt answer, but um, I don't think it was disrespectful in, in, in any way. Um, just kind of giving you, giving you the, the real of it and, and where things kind of were at with him in his recruitment. So Adrian Wilson is a guy that I'm really excited about. Uh, glad that Oregon has him in the fold. He talked about other guys that he wants to recruit to Oregon, and he named one of the biggest names in the 25 class. We're talking about five-star Duncanville wide receiver DeCorian Moore. Uh, I had an interview with DeCorian Moore back in June at the OT7 Championships. Uh, that was That is a huge target for Oregon here in the 25 recruiting class, uh, especially at the wide receiver position. Um, he was someone that is familiar with Oregon, has been out to Oregon twice now, and I fully expect he's going to be one of the top wide receiver targets for Junior Adams, Antonio Parks, Dan Lanning in this 2025 recruiting class. So um, now that Wilson's locked in and committed, I should say, uh, he's going to go ahead and do his thing as a peer recruiter for Oregon here in the 2025 recruiting class. All right, what else do we have here? I'm trying to think about anything else that I wanted to get to uh, as far as the recruiting hour goes. Um, I think one thing that's exciting uh, to let you guys know, um, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, at mtourisports, you already knew this, but my plan today is to go to the Sarah, the Gardena Sarah Los Alamitos scrimmage uh, Friday afternoon and evening. What's notable about that, you have two Oregon commits that are expected to be at that practice, Dakota Fields, Oregon's newest commit in the 24 class, an elite cornerback who flipped his commitment from USC to Oregon. And then you also have Kamar Matuti, uh, one of Oregon's top defensive commits in this class, a linebacker for Los Alamitos. He recently transferred from Campbell Hall to Los Alamitos, primarily so he could enroll early uh, at his school of choice, which of course, as we all know, is Oregon. So it should be some fun content coming out of that practice. Going to get some interviews, uh, definitely with Dakota, seeing that I haven't talked to him since he made his decision. 
So definitely keep an eye out for that one. And you can find all the content over on M at MTOR sports on Twitter. So that'll be a fun one starting to kind of just get excited about the 2023 high school football season. Um, you know, the, the college season doesn't start until September 2nd for Oregon when the Ducks take on Portland State at home in Eugene at Autzen Stadium. But the high school season is here. The high school season is here, and we'll see our first games starting next week. Uh, Friday, August 18th is the first game. I'm still trying to figure out which game I want to go to on Friday. Uh, you have Sarah against Orange Lutheran. So Dakota Fields and the Cavaliers will take on Orange Lutheran, another top Trinity League power here in Southern California. Um, and then you also have Modern Day against Corona Centennial out there in the Inland Empire. That's a game I'm thinking about. You got Hassan Longstreet, 2025 quarterback that recently transferred from Inglewood to Corona Centennial. So two top five California teams. That might be the, the, the spot for me. Uh, but super excited to get on the road, get back out to practices, talk to, talk to players, talk to coaches, talk to parents, and just keep getting all that scoop and uh and insight so really excited for that one um and just excited to be back uh excited for football to be back man how, how can you not be whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance that's why i'm excited that unified healing is sponsoring this podcast unified healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by energy enhancement system or ee system if you haven't heard of the ee system you'll want to listen up this technology promotes wellness deep relaxation purification and rejuvenation at hundreds of locations across the globe access to a center is easy and affordable interested in experiencing the ee system technology for yourself Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.